I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Hello, good morning. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Uh, how are you doing? Um, I've been saying this all week, but losing track of days. That is legit how it goes around here. I know I've said that a million times already this week. Um, the last few few weeks of the program always fly by. They always fly by. That messy middle seems like it takes freaking forever. And you're like, oh my gosh. Um, you know, nothing is happening. This is taking forever. I'm never going to get there. And then all of a sudden the last month, everything starts to come together. So many of you noticing all those non-scale victories, adding up, noticing your body changing, noticing how those small little drops on the scale are actually starting to accumulate in some pretty decent numbers, uh, which is really exciting. So make sure you're all in. This is where the magic happens. This is where all of your hard work pays off. You've been putting a lot of hard work into this process over the last few months. This is exactly where you want to be in the program and also where we're at seasonally. Um, higher protein fat revamp tweak we're going to do for two weeks. We're going to do it this week and we're going to do it next week. So make sure you're super clear on it. Continue to ask all the questions that you need. Um, there's no such thing as a silly question, a question asked too late or a question asked too many times. Be very selfish about this process. The The nice weather is coming. Sure, short season is going to hit us sooner rather than later. You do not want to be stressing about what you're looking like or feeling like you want to just enjoy the nice weather and everything that comes along with it so make that push these last few months you will not be disappointed honestly you'll be so proud of yourself really for showing up and prioritizing yourself for the last three months no matter what happens on the scale scale guaranteed you'll be happy that you made it to the end also if you have more weight to lose and you're not going to reach your goal in the time frame that they have there is so much to be said about following through and finishing this process if If you can follow through and finish this process, meaning this three month program, you can follow through and finish and reach your goals. That's, that's what's so big about following through and finishing. Also make it your mission to finish just as strong, if not stronger than when you started. Everyone's all jacked up, revved up, super hyped when they start the program. And that's amazing. We love that. Like since when is anyone ever excited about a weight loss program? So we freaking love that around here. But what we love even more is people finishing, finishing stronger than they started. Um, I, we make a point of not winding things down here. We got more posts. We got more guests. We got things coming down the pipeline. Um, we're all about like ramping up and flying into the next group or letting those of you who've reached your goals fly. <laughs> um, we're going to break down so many questions about maintenance. Um, we're going to break it all down for you at the end of the program. We are not going to leave you hanging. We're going to make sure you are super clear on next steps. Those of you continuing your journey, we're going to break down options for continued weight loss, albeit on your own or with us in the group. If you have signed up, 
for the spring summer group, we are going to talk about bridging the gap in between groups. So we got you, we got you. So focus on the day to day to day. Remember to work the tweak and remember to maximize your efforts, which is all the other things. Remember to ask your four questions and remember the basics, right? Like it's normal for the scale to go up before it drops. That can be a sign your body's heading into detox. Another sign of detox is being extra hungry, extra thirsty at night, even though you've ate to satisfaction all your nutrient uh, meals and snacks, right? Also getting up in the middle of the night around that three or four o'clock, uh, interrupted sleep, sign of detox, feeling bloated, feeling gross, sign of detox. Remember, these are all signs that what you are doing is working. I know as weird as that is, let's not forget about the basics. All right, let's get it right into it today. I can't stay on too long. Uh, my daughter is getting her braces off, which is so exciting. I'm so emotional and I've been crying all morning. Oh my God. If you follow me on Instagram, I posted, you see all the kids coming off the bus. It was like this man who like his memory resets every 15 minutes. And every day, all the kids get off the bus in the, in the neighborhood and they reintroduce themselves to him. Ah, I'm feeling my emotions. I've been crying all morning about that. Oh my gosh. Um. I need a good feel-good story. I need a good feel-good story. Speaking of feel-good stories, oh my goodness. Um, Stefan and Sharon yesterday, spilling the tea. My heart, I just cannot with them. Um, what a great story. What a great couple. Oh, so, so good. If you have not, if you've not seen it, definitely. I mean, if you haven't been watching any of the Spill the Teas, when you have some downtime, it's better than Netflix. I'm telling you, it's better than Netflix. Hear, hearing from real people and their journeys and Oh, what they've been through and just their whole attitudes about life and weight loss and all of that. Oh, so many good tidbits and takeaways. So many good tidbits and takeaways. Okay. Sarah, after yesterday's live, I went to the closet, started cleaning up my maternity clothes. Two pairs of pre-pregnancy jeans are back in rotation. Yes, right? This is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm telling you. Go to your closet, pull out those clothes because 10 pounds lost on this program is going to look like 20 pounds lost on another program. If you're waiting to pull out your clothes to be a certain weight, right? Chances are those clothes are going to fit you sooner rather than later. And you might miss your opportunity altogether to wear them and you find yourself having to go buy new ones. <laughs> so pull those out. So pull those out. Also, you know, I know the scale, we want the scale to move. Right? Ultimately, you want to see that number on the scale. You want the scale to move. But there is so much motivation to be found in noticing all the changes that are happening in your body, non-scale victories, but also just like looking in the mirror and being able to like take a look at all the changes happening in your body and how your body's literally transforming in front of your eyes. It can be so much so much more motivating than the scale. Although I know you want the scale to move. I know you want the scale to move. Hi Stacey, good morning. Just back from vacay and scale up 1.8. Can't wait to get back at it. Missed my routine, but of course. Uh, good to be away. I'm seeing so many of you start to go away and hit the road. Uh, I just love it. I just freaking love it. I always wanted to travel. Um, that was my goal. Like in life, I wanted to, you know, travel the world. And I did not do that until I hit my 40s, to be honest, um, when I started to travel. And it's only been really in the last couple of years, I started traveling on a regular basis. And then of course, with the pandemic, everything got shut down. And traveling is just, I don't know, it's so great for the soul, so great for weight loss, believe it or not, because you're like engaging your brain and 
and your body. It sends a massive message to your body that you're alive and that you're well and that you're out there and it needs to show up and support you and all those things. Um, you know, so travel is so great for weight loss. You do not definitely don't want you stressing about it. So we do have a travel post. I think we just revisited it last week. Um, maybe when you were, maybe when we posted the travel post, it wasn't really resonating because you weren't going anywhere. So remember you can use that search bar at the top um, and then just search, use the word like travel and all the travel posts will pop up everything that we talked about travel there's some good this could this can this can like I know it's March break here this works for day trips as well like don't stress if you can't get your water in we don't want you to have to pull over every five minutes get it in when you can you know if your routine is off it's okay for your foods to be slightly off um so don't be stressed about that but remember we do have some great tips for you so when you do come back from your vacay you just really want to get right back into it um next week we're going to be busting out the concept of back on track um which refers to the original food plan um since we're going to be phasing you off it. So we're actually going to implement a technique that you're going to implement whenever you do find yourself like indulging or going off the rails to the point where you're feeling it and your weight is up. Um, we're going to implement back on track. So we're going to be talking about that on Sunday. Hi, Stacey. Good morning. I hit my lowest low so far. I struggled with the messy middle, but dug in and did my best to do all the things. Ah, I love that. Some of you are talking about your lowest low and having like you, you hit that low and then your weight goes back up and then you want to see that low, low again. That's your new weight. Your whenever you see that scale drop when following the program because you're drinking lots of water, you're eating your foods, you're not starving and depriving yourself so your body's burning your fat and your water and your muscle. Your lowest low is your lowest low. When you when you hit when you hit that low number on the scale, no matter what happens. Remember when I say when your scale starts to drop and it goes down and then it pops back up again, always assume the scale is still moving. Some people see that low drop and then it stays elevated for a week, sometimes even two. Remember there's so many other reasons why your weight can be so when you see that low on the scale, that is your new weight. That is your new weight. So it doesn't matter. And it, that's your new weight that you hit because a low is always a low. And then anything above that is just superficial. Just whatever is happening on the scale due to whatever. The fact you're still dropping, the fact salty food, hard to digest food, you know, being tired, all those things. All of those things. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. A huge shout out to my hubby who is following along with me. Yes! We have so many spouses that follow along uh, with their spouses during the program. We will always end up losing. Uh, we always start to hear them kind of pop up at the end. I love that. Um, a huge shout out to my hubby who's following along with me. He's lost 40 pounds and feels amazing. Not going to lie, feeling somewhat jealous despite knowing he's a man and how they lose quicker. Yeah, you're allowed because it doesn't matter. Like, it, 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 I think every woman feels the same. <laughs> I think every woman feels the same. I was just talking about Joanna last night and her husband. She's following along and she's posting on Instagram and her husband is doing the program. He's down 45 pounds. He's like gaining ground on her. And I, I chuckled to myself because I it just for men for and some men do have it difficult. Some men really struggle. So I'm going to give them that because it's not all men who find it super easy to follow the program and plan when they do it. But when they do do it, they can totally half ass it and really see that scale move. The program works so well for men. That's that's the thing. It works so well for men that this, remember I did that, you might not have remembered, but in the beginning I did that whole post on men talking about how well the program works for them. It's very important if they have health issues that they work hand in hand with their doctor. Because if they're taking things like blood pressure medication, chances are they're going to have to get off that sooner rather than later. And they can end up with super low blood pressure because the program works so well um, that they no longer need their medications. And um, this has actually happened a couple times. It happened with Anna's husband, David, actually. 
Um, he lost like so much weight so quickly, of course, in all the healthiest ways, um, but he was starting to have health issues and it was quite concerning. And Anna, Anna, Anna did tell this story during the Spill the Tea show. I know she won't mind sharing. We definitely need to have David back and revisit the conversation. Um, but her husband lost so much weight and so quickly that he ended up with heart issues. And they went to the hospital and they're like, okay, well, it must be this diet that you're on because he's like, I lost all this weight. And they're like, oh my God, it must be the diet. And then he told them what they were doing. They're like, okay, it can't be that. Um, then, then he's like, maybe it's the supplements. Oh yeah, for sure it's the supplements. And of course, once they heard the supplements, they're like, no, it can't be that. So it ended up being the fact that he had lost so much weight in such a healthy way that he no longer needed his blood pressure medication that he was continuing to take um, that was causing uh, him to have too low of blood pressure. And so your heart is a muscle, right? Your heart is a muscle. And the reason why they give, and as you gain weight, right? Um, what happens is that your heart, your heart has to work, it has to grow bigger and bigger and bigger to support the size of your growing body. And so obviously you don't want your heart to have an enlarged heart. So people give them, you get blood pressure medication to, to help it, right? To help keep that heart um, smaller and not have it grow so big. So when you can imagine if you've lost, if your heart is used to pumping out for this size body and you, you radically lose weight to this size body, your, your heart needs to adjust. And that is something like we straight up do not think about. Everyone wants to lose weight real quick, but your, your heart is going to have issues sustaining an 80 pound loss. Like your heart needs time to adjust. Everything in your body needs to adjust your body temperature. That's why so many of you losing weight. You're so cold. It's going to take you or a whole body, a whole turn of the earth, a whole year to rejig its body temperature because it's, you've taken all of its, all, you've taken fat out. So the body has to rejig your body temperature, your blood flow, your hormones, your hormones have to adjust to your new weight, right? Like everything needs to be just, and that's what we're doing here is that we're kind of like, you're reaching your new goal. And this is why you want plateaus. Plateaus are your body stabilizing the weight that you've lost and you're making your new weight, your new norm. And then you lose some more weight and your body stabilizes and you more weight stabilizes. And then when you reach your goal weight, then that's where you want to throw maintenance at it and then stay there for a couple months and help the body really solidify and make your new weight, your new norm. And then once your new weight is your new norm, then you're, and your body, and you've addressed why your body's feeling a need to store fat. This is where you have that opportunity. You've reset everything, not only physically, but also work through all those issues and associations and habits and all of that mentally, right? Ah, so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. Um, so Carrie, sorry, back to you. I'm not going to lie. Feeling somewhat jealous despite knowing he's a man and how they lose quicker. But I'm seriously curious how other people deal with their partners losing faster. They get pissy about it. <laughs> I, yeah, they do. It's, it's, you know, as much as you love your husband and you're happy for him, it's a fucking piss off. You know, like you, you know, he eats a cheeseburger the night before. Oh, look, babe, I lost three pounds. Even with eating a cheeseburger last night. You know, fuck you, babe. Um, you know, um, it's it's hard. I don't I don't really have advice for that. I can say whenever you start thinking negatively about it, turn that around and be like, oh, I'm really happy for him. I'm proud for him. And I'm really proud of me me, right? I'm really proud of me. So you have to, that's, that, that, it's really easy to fall into that jealousy and that, ah, and then get into those, you know, the, the old feels of dieting. This is never going to work for me and all of that. Um, so lighten it up, be really proud of your husband, throw, like th send love to him <laughs> when you really want to throw punch him, send some love to him. <laughs> like that's the way to do it. That's the way to do that is to kind of turn those vibes around and just be really happy. And that's the thing too. It's also very similar to what we do here. Like we're, we're all grown ups, but man, um, you know, we got some really deep kind of 
child feels in terms of that we're dealing with with our with our with our with our weight loss journey when we're constantly being faced with people doing really well in the program while you're on a plateau like do you know what I mean and then we're all doing really well because we're all still here but at the same time it's very difficult to um, see people who are losing especially those of you who didn't lose in the beginning and you had to watch those people lose like ah we feel for you um, but at the same time I think that's motivating right because if they can do it you can do it and that's kind of what the that's the kind of perspective you want to have on this but the, we do, we're dealing with so many feelings around this that we've been attaching our entire lives and sometimes you know when we see other people doing well we get like why isn't that happened to me and I'm working so hard and I deserve this and all of that which are absolutely super valid feels right but that's one thing we don't think about is like look what you're learning about yourself when you're you're in a program where you're trying so hard to reach this goal that's so important to you and you're seeing people reach their goals and drop some big numbers and all of that stuff like that's one thing I think we do really well here is that we we celebrate the people who are you know seeing those non-scale victories and seeing those scale and we get so excited for them and then also we're really able to support the people who are struggling and you know be really be empathetic and sympathetic to the people who are having their moment where they're feeling ways right and the thing is the big picture of that is whether you realize it or not if you are in the group and you're reading these comments and you're you're kind of processing all of this and you're you're dealing with that and you may feel ways like oh fuck you Sally and your 90 pound loss like you know and I know you're actually happy for her but you're you know you're feeling angsty about your own journey right so whether you like it or not you're working through that shit along the way too you know so I think it's really cool I think it's really cool and that enables you to be happy for other people even though you know it's causing it's bringing up feels in you because you want this really bad too you know and rather than being like put your energy out there and be like oh look at they do it la 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 this is where you got to say to yourself hey you know what I'm over here I'm really proud of what I'm doing I may not see with the same numbers on the scale but I'm going to reach my goals too you know and that's that's what all about keeping your energy directed at yourself and not putting it to your spouse right and not putting it to the people out there in the group who you know are doing this or that not not putting it out there at all just keeping it in here and staying focused on what you need to do and where you are at and that's a that's a lot easier said than done that's a lot easier said than done so I think that's so cool. So many different ways. So I don't know. I don't know. I know there's a lot of people in here, Carrie. So pro- maybe you'll get some. You'll get some personal comments on, on women and how they're, or or men, you know, and how they're how they're dealing with their spouses um, and losing weight alongside, especially when they didn't want to do it or they didn't sign up for it. Next thing you know, just by association, they've lost like 20 pounds, you know, and they're not they're not even really noticing what they're doing and their weight is just coming off. But also, you know, men are a little different in the sense that um, men are a little different, or some I'm not gonna. Say just men. Some people just I work. I've worked with some people who just like this is what I need to do, and I'm just gonna do it. And you know, I think um, a lot of women because dieting and dieting does affect men. So I'm being very mindful of what I'm saying here. But with women, I think we get into this diet culture and then we become experts in our own right at kind of dieting and we know a lot. And because you know a lot, it's kind of interfering with what we need to do with this process because you're like, well, what about that and this and that and all the things that I learned. So you're telling me all the things that I learned out there, I can't bring in and use with this process, right? So that's, that's difficult. That's difficult. So we have a lot of second guessing and we're not sure. Plus you're you're all rock stars because if you've spent 20 years in the diet industry, you're, you, you've persevered, right? You kept showing up. You didn't give up on yourself. And the diets that you did where you lost, you were very successful in doing those diets. It's just that those diets were never designed for you to maintain that weight. So in one sense, you felt like you were successful, but in another, you felt that you failed because you gained that weight back. But you were always going to gain that weight back, always going to gain that weight back. So there's a lot of feels. My point is there's a lot of feels wrapped up in this process, whether you're doing it with a sponsor or not. 
lot. You know, finishing strong. All the work that you've done in previous weeks is culminating. Yeah, keep up. Keep up. Absolutely. Hi, Elaine. Newbie here. Well, hello. Love the method. So grabbing a pair of jeans from my closet and they fit. Yes. Non-scale victory. Non-scale victory. I love that. Hi, Vicky. Working hard. Breakfast in. Drinking my water. The amazing thing. I'm totally in tune with my body. The connection of eating and feeling good rather than bloated and gross. It is solid gold. Going hard. Let's do Well, Vicky, you fought for this, right? You wavered a little bit. You've been showing up. You've been sharing your journey. You know, you had a few, you know, you had some moments where you're kind of feeling it out, you know, and finding your ground. And now you're doing the work and you're showing up. The, the thing is, is that you end up juggling so many balls. You don't even realize all the things that you're doing with this process. You are absolutely going to get to a place where you're going to be in tune with your body's needs. It does take people sometimes longer than others. I also wonder how much of that is resistance, being resistant to being in tune, wanting, because I know some of you straight up are still counting and waiting and measuring. I know, I know some of you still undercutting calories. I know some of you still doing all that kind of diet shit, trying to make things happen faster, skipping meals and snacks and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I wonder how many people are kind of resistant to the process. And I think you get to a point where you're just like, okay, I gotta be, I gotta be all in. And when you are all in, you're putting days after days, after days, after days, that shit just accumulates. And then you just all of a sudden start to feel really in tune. Your body at the end of this process, we're working towards it, telling you when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat. Because at the end of the day, you shouldn't have to think about any of that because your body is there to take care of you. It's your number one cheerleader. It wants you to be healthy. It wants you to stay alive as long as possible. And it's on your side. It's on your side. So I don't wake up every day thinking about what I'm going to eat, not eat. I just wake up. I, I pay attention to how I'm feeling. Um, you know, and then I just go about my day. That's really as simple as that. But there's no thought process or stressing. There's like, there's, there, there is knowing myself and knowing that I can get so involved in work, I can forget to eat, like, you know, all of those things. So there is sort of kind of checking in on myself and, oh, I should probably eat something now. And, um, you know, Sonia's always throwing some snacks and stuff at me, so it makes it a lot easier. But, you know, outside of that, I'm not stressing, right? Not stressing. And that's where you want to really work. So, so for example, as we phase into uh, moving off this program and plan, when it comes to your food choices, like your fruit, you're not just going to go with like whatever, uh, you know, variety of fruit you have. You're going to start thinking about things like, okay, of the fruit I have, I'm going to have a fruit for a snack of the fruit I have available. What is most appealing to me? Not like, you know, trying to switch things up just mechanically to get the rainbow of colors in, but actually being in tune, like of the fruit I have available, I have apples, I have blackberries, I have some strawberries and I have some raspberries. Like what of what I think I'm going to do a berry combination because the apples is not appealing to me. So I didn't even need to eat the apple see the berries or any of that I just literally ran through them in my head because my body's made so many associations with them knows exactly what it gets from them so when I see them out loud you know the apple is just Ugh, apple is not appealing to me. I could not even eat an apple if you paid me right now. But some berries, blackberries, strawberries, raspberries, I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. So this is sort of where we, like, you can take this to the next, next level in terms of being in tune with your foods. Now, you don't have to. You don't have to go there. As long as you're asking your four questions, a lot of this is going to happen on instinct. Like, a lot of you will say, okay, so say I'm, you know, if I'm going to eat my food, what portion, what, what portion should I eat first? Should I worry about getting in my leafy greens? Should I eat my veg? Should I eat my protein? So what we want you to do is if eventually just instinctually just eat what you feel is is most appealing because your body's not trying to screw you over it's not trying to make you fat it's just trying to be in tune with your needs so you'll find instinctually you'll just eat your food and when you're full you're full 
And then whatever you leave, you leave, right? And the chances are what you chose to eat is probably what suits your body's needs best. So this is how like, this is how in tune you can get is like, you know, not just like, you know, what am I hungry for? Okay, I think I want some fruit. Okay, exactly what kind of fruit would be most appealing to me? And then of course you're eating that fruit and then your body just naturally lets you know when you're had enough and then that's it, right? So, so you can be like real super, you can get real super in tune with this process. It's like an, it's an endless, I don't know, it's just an endless journey of being in tune uh it's so cool so feeling good rather than feeling bloated like really knowing what your body needs you right, to feel its best right that's what you, you kind of also really get to understand what works for you and then really starting to recognize what doesn't work for you you know like you keep if you keep indulging the p pizza and you feel bloated and gross and you, sometimes like you get to the point where you're eating the pizza and you don't even really want the pizza like it happens all the time with coffee so people with this process your taste buds get more enhanced right because your taste buds are helping you your body's communicating with you and your taste buds are part of that so I'll work with clients who'll be like, oh my God, my coffee's so sweet. I don't know what's going on with you. I said, well, you're probably, you know, your taste buds are probably enhanced and you're getting more into with your body's needs. Oh my God, I, my, I don't know what's going on. My coffee is so sweet. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, you're, you know, <laughs> you know, oh my God, my coffee's so good. Okay, like how about we take less sugar in our coffee? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they will go on and on and on about their coffee being too sweet. Never once does it occur to them to use less sugar, use less sugar because it's been what they know. So they just, they always use, you always do a regular, you always have your coffee with your cream and your sugar, your cream and your two sugars or whatever that might be. But it does out of habit. It doesn't occur to people to just simply use less sugar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so sometimes we're, we're picking up on. So in that case, you're starting to recognize as much as you loved your coffee before, it's no longer working for you. So this is where you need to adjust it. Maybe now you take your coffee with heavy cream and no sugar, right? And then that's the change. That's the change. Um, all right. Hi, Ro Hi, Rachel. Good morning. Huge non-scale victory yesterday. Okay. Went through spring and summer clothes and ended up with three garbage bags full of clothes. Yes, I have too many. Well, that's your business. That's not our business. Um, they are too big. Usually I would put them away again in case I gain the weight back. This time I loaded them up and donating them to Ukrainian refugee refugees. What a great idea. I feel so good on so many levels. I love that. There's so many great organizations out there. I know there are some that, you know, will take your clothes and upsell them for huge prices. And maybe that's not where you want to go. But there's so many great places that you can donate your clothes to. Um, I believe you can do that now. When, I know when the whole Rona thing started happening, you, you couldn't do that. Um, and now I think we're back to doing that. I love this because I think that it says a lot to yourself when you keep those clothes around. And, and I'm also very mindful of how clothes are not cheap and how you've been here before and you needed those clothes, right? Like I'm so mindful of that. Don't get me wrong. I'm so mindful of that. But if this, you have to see that this is different. You have to see that this is giving you the tools and the skills to truly reach your finally and forever. You're going to get there. Like you, you what, how, why are you going to gain weight back? right? Like why are you going to gain weight back? I know some of you are nervous because you're unsure of what maintenance is about. It's what you look, what it looks like. But the real deal is the way you're losing the weight is going to make all of the difference. So you're not losing it in a way where you're forcing your body to burn it off, where instinctually it's going to like store it all back first chance it gets, where you're constantly reinforcing the fact that if you use your fat, you need your fat. We haven't been doing that, right? Plus you're working through habits and issues and associations. You're doing some serious hardcore work here. So when you reach that finally and forever, you're ready for it physically and mentally 
totally. So you get to a place where you're done, you're done losing and you reach that goal, then you want to continue just kind of doing what you're doing status quo for a while. So that's going to reinforce the fact that you're solidifying your weight. And then when it comes time to just live your life, that's the thing. It's about being mindful. Like people will say to me, oh, I gained 20, 20 pounds back. I said, did you implement it back on track? Like how, how do you gain 20 pounds and not notice? Like where was your mindfulness? And I'm not trying to be a bitch, but like legit, how do you gain 20 pounds and not notice? Well, you do notice. You just choose not to do anything about it. And the thing is, it's so easy to do something about it. So we're going to implement back on track next week, which refers to the original food plan that your body's gotten used to because we're going to be phasing you off of it. And so whenever you indulge moving forward from that from that week or, or you, you end up in maintenance, you're going to use back on track is like um, helping your body just recover from any indulgences. You eat your face off this weekend. Your weight is up on Monday. It's not real weight gain. It's just a backlog of foods. It's salty foods, hard to digest food. You're probably tired. You're probably dehydrated. It is not real weight gain. So what do people usually do about it? Nothing. Usually they overeat and then they starve themselves for days. So they overeat. They reinforce the fact that they're their body's like, why the hell are you eating all this food? You must want to gain weight because otherwise, why would you eat all this food? And then the next day, you don't eat for a couple of days, and your body's like, oh, well, we must have overate the day before because there's a famine happening, and now there's no food, and now we're starving, so for sure we need this fat, right? So a lot of times it was like the the things that you did, going all day long without eating, then eating a big meal at it, like you know, say at a wedding, so not eating all day up, all day leading up, and then overindulging that big meal, and then the next day not eating to try to make up for the fact you ate that big meal, you know, and then, and then you get starving and then you overindulge again and then you add high stress and lack of sleep and all those things to it. And it's all of those messages that the body was receiving in order to, and then, and then started to gain that weight. So you're very aware of all those things, right? So it's one thing to eat your face off. You're going to know, don't starve myself the next day. That's a bad combo. It's such a bad combo because of the messages that it sends to the body. So if you do find yourself overeating, what do you want to do the next day? Get yourself on a high protein breakfast, stimulate your digestive system, get that food moving in and out. Signal, hey, we got more food coming in. No, no, no need to hang on to that. We got more food coming in. Let's process that out. Let's work on the new stuff coming in, right? So it's all of these things that you're going to learn um, that are going to make it really easy for you to maintain your weight um, at the end, at the end, at the end. Um, so get my point is. Get rid of those clothes. Now, you may not want to, just get them out of your closet. That's step one. Get them out of your closet. Do not keep them in the back of your closet. You're in there every day. It's just reinforcing the fact that you're not going to maintain, that you're not going to get there, that you're going to need your clothes again, and you won't. The whole point of this process is finally and forever. Like I really, like 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 Sharon and Stefan, as much as I love them and I love seeing them, I, you know, I'm excited for them to never see them again, except when I go back and visit them in Arizona, <laughs> you know? what I mean? I'm excited and we want people to move on with the rest of their lives. So much so that we're working on that mindfulness and maintenance group. Um, we're working on a, a group to get you guys out of here because I know some of you stick around because you love the community and that's amazing. And doing the program again is a great way of solidifying your weight. So you, it's a great option for maintaining to do your cycle of three months of maintaining and leveling up your body at the same time. That's a great option for maintenance. But after that, we want to see you gone. We want to see you out living your life. Moving on, you know, so keeping those clothes 
in your closet, think about what that says to your soul every day when you see them there or in the back of your mind or subconsciously. You got your fat clothes just waiting for you, calling your name. We're over here waiting for you to gain your weight back. You know, you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want that. Get rid of those clothes. Get rid of those clothes. Get rid of those clothes. Give them away or at least pack them in your basement in a box in a deep, dark corner where you're going to forget about them. <laughs> That's where they belong, you know, or if you may not be in a place to get rid of them yet, and I totally understand, right? You may not be there yet and that's okay, but you're going to get there. So get those clothes out, out of your sight, out of your sight. Hi, Karen, down 30 pounds since my start in September. Woo, this week has dropped a bit every single day. So I'm pumped for the next few weeks. Thank you, Gina and, and team. And to my niece, Shannon, for letting me know about this program. Love that, love it. Um, so good. It's a vibe, it's a vibe, it's a vibe. Oh my God, the bus video, right, Patty? The bus video. I watched it like 20 times this morning. I just tortured myself. I cried and I cried more and I cried more. <laughs> good it was just so just oh I don't even know I just I needed it today it was just good for the soul to see this old man and these kids coming off the bus and, and the town small town kind of reminded me of Lakefield and kind of home and I was just like oh man that's something that would happen in Lakefield for sure uh hi Jane uh totally off topic uh, but you are motivating me to put color into my wardrobe and reconsider bangs to bang or not bang yes <laughs> go for it it's just fucking hair it's just hair um I I love the bangs I as you guys know I did not have bangs I I watched myself from group to group to group <laughs> always I'm always changing my look um I used to change my hair a lot I used to you know brown and red and whatever now I just because of the sake of trying to keep my hair healthy I'd stick to one color um I love color you'll notice I don't wear a lot of black I think my colors really affect my mood um I've never owned a lot of black I think I probably when I was like in that I don't know like high school phase you know we'd wear the the dark the turtle black turtlenecks and the long skirts I was, I was like a goth girl I was like an imposter goth girl because I was it wasn't really gothy, but, <laughs> um, but I love that. I love color. And then I love lipstick, right? Like I, I've never, believe it or not, I'm not a big makeup girl and I didn't used to wear a lot of lips, lipstick colors. And then I saw the bird's papaya one day. She wore a bright lip and then I ordered it. And now I just, I love like bright lip and it's kind of in your face, but you know what? I, I love it. It brings me joy. It, it brings me joy. That's what it does. It brings me joy. And I love seeing bright colors in my wardrobe. That brings me joy. And, you know, I think, I think something to be said about about, uh, you know, things that bring you joy, you know, um, Sonia and I were talking the other day and, um, one of her friends was struggling and Tanya, Sonia was talking about do something for yourself. Like go get yourself, I don't know, something and you don't have to buy it. This could be something that you do, but we we're talking about and she wanted a nice, she got a gift certificate. She wanted to buy a nice pair of shoes and, and, um, she's like, well, what, where, why, why would I buy the shoes? Like I'm, you know, never going to wear them or we're, we're, we're like, I'm hardly going to use them. And Sonia and I were like, fuck that. We, we want to just look at them in our closet, man. I don't know, but I got some nice shoes that bring me joy every day when I open my closet I haven't worn them probably in three years probably three years but do I love seeing them every day absolutely they bring me joy so that's on you whatever brings you joy you know whatever brings you joy so I love I, that's why I like lots of colors I like lots of colors um you know it's sometimes you know as I, I'm pretty honest with you guys I'm pretty honest with you guys but I can go some to some you know I can have some dark feels and go to some dark places and you know I think uh, on those kinds of days like this week when I'm struggling a little bit like I'm you know wearing my, <laughs> wearing my lips wearing my lips I'm wearing, you can tell I'm struggling because I was said to Sonia if you watch like the beginning videos I'm like so polished and put together and by the time we're like rolling into 
week nine. Like, hi guys, morning. I'm fucking late. I'm hungover. Ah, <laughs> oh, so I gotta regroup. I gotta regroup. Look at my nails are falling apart. I've got a broken thumb and this and this shit. I would have got fixed. Like, if it was the beginning of the group, I would have been on that and fixed. Look at my eyelashes are barely existing. I haven't got them filled forever. I'm a hot mess. I'm falling apart right in front of your eyes. But I'm showing up. I'm showing up. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Maybe I'm still in the messy middle. I'm not sure. Um, hi, Kim. Kind of feel like I'm in a rut in the weight category, but feeling really good, sleeping better, not eating as much, and running, feeling so much better, and upping my speeds on the treads. Okay, so kind of feel like you're in a rut weight category-wise. Um, sleeping better is good. I'm feeling better. I'm upping my speeds on the treadmill. So I've got some good energy. So this could be... There's a couple things this could be. So first of all, you know, I've been talking a lot about transition. I've been, th- I've been talking a lot about transition from winter into spring. Sorry, I'm just noting my video seems a little slow right now as I'm doing that. Um, there's a transition that's happening where your body pulls you out of winter hibernation mode and kind of kicks it up a notch, boosts your metabolism and looks to go dropping extra fat that would have felt the need to store. But in that, and this also happens in the fall, this also happens in the fall too, where your body's kind of in spring summer mode and it starts to get into the slow rev where like you, people all of a sudden wake up and everyone wants potatoes. It's because their body switches into winter mode. Um, so during that period in the fall and during that period in the spring, there can be like a week or two of where you kind of feel like there can be like not a week or two more like a week where you kind of feel like stuck is the word like it's like you're doing all the things but you can on a you kind of feel like your body's focused on something else you're like it kind of like come on come on body pay attention but it kind of feels like even though you're maximizing you're doing you're running you're feeling good something is like a little feels a little stucky that is your body it's almost like you can pick up on your I know this sounds weird as shit but it's so true um 13 groups like this is the thing um where where you kind of feel a little stuck and then all of a sudden keeps this is why you got to keep showing up because all of a sudden once your body goes into full spring mode it's game on it's game on so some people hit spring transition a little earlier some people a little bit later it just kind of depends but that could very well be what it, that is the second thing that it could be is your body's really freaking happy and just loving this week and loving what you're doing and it's just like Woo, yeah this is amazing I love this we got great energy and we're in tune and we're running and we're doing all our things yeah yeah but it's not really motivated to like focus on fat loss right fat loss your body's got to be in a bit of a okay I'm feeling good but like uh, Okay, I gotta. I want to focus on this. Okay, no, I gotta focus on that. Okay, we're doing this. Okay, all right, I'm doing the things. All right, I'm focused on. Fine, I'm losing the weight. I don't like doing this. I don't feel good. I, you know what I mean? But if your body's in a happy place, right? And you feel it. You feel amazing and great. This is where sometimes you gotta crack down on it and be a little bit harder on it. And you can do that because we're not starving, we're not depriving, and we're not forcing. We're not doing any of those things. We're leveling up our game. So make sure you're maxing out all the things. Pull out that maximizing post. You know, really get that body's attention. Right? You really get that body attention so that could be what it is my bet for you probably is on uh spring transition yeah <laughs> that's my bet that's my bet on you it's probably spring transition so keep doing all the things and then all of a sudden something will click and then your body will just start focusing right now it's focusing on making the transition and everything involved with that and then once it's on the other side of that then you're going to see it's go time and you're going to feel like you're more in the zone um because that's a real thing because your body will only drop weight or it'll make change and then there, there will come times where you feel like stuck 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 like nothing is happening your body's not changing your weight isn't dropping you're kind of stuck in this like stuck zone and that generally happens during that during the transition times I know that sounds really weird but if you're there you'll know exactly what I'm telling you'll be like ah it's exactly what's happening with me hi Meg 
Hi, good morning. Just back from nine days away on vacay and down two pounds. Unbelievably happy. Now back on track. Yes, because vacations are always great for weight loss. It's a different kind of stress. Your brain is engaged. You know, it's just, it's so good for the soul. So good for the soul. So good for the soul. Um, hi, Corey. I broke a major milestone today in my feels. I wasn't sure I could do it. At times in my life, I didn't even care anymore. Now, oh, that hits. Now I care. Now I know I'm going back to where I want to be. Ah, oh, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You know, it's been a really rough couple of years and I think people are just underestimating how stressful it's been. I mean, it's totally changed my whole personality. I used to be like so easygoing stuff fly off me. Like I just, and now I'm like a raging stressed out anxiety ridden nerves are shot like you know and it's and it's not like it's not any one thing it's like you know I remember it started with the grocery stores and that first day I think it was I think I got some PTSD the first day of the when the when we found out many years ago um when March break and like we went we found out we're not going back from March break and there was this day where I went to the grocery store and I picked up the kids and everyone went to the grocery store. This is when they bought out all the toilet paper and all the beans and all this shit. And we didn't really know what's going on. It seems so silly now, but I was really scared. I had my kids. There was this eerie feeling in the grocery store. It was creepy as fuck. People were edgy. People were buying toilet paper. We got in there and my kids were like, why is everyone buying toilet paper? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we need toilet paper. I, and it, we went into panic mode. I spent $700 on grocery groceries $700 on groceries because I thought we were never going to eat again like that's how ridiculous I'm laughing at myself and no toilet paper because we did there was none left um I was just we bought cans and I don't know what we thought were happening but like as a mother I was terrified and I was stressed out and and now I get stressed out every time I go to the grocery store the mask freak me out and I'm all about that don't get me wrong and teach a zone if you're not, whatever. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it was very, it's to this day going to the grocery store, it stresses me out. I've been in the grocery store a couple of times and I got a bit of accosted because, you know, people were like, um, I remember I was standing there and there was a woman behind me and she must've been so stressed out because she turned around. She's like, you can't butt in front of me. Like, what are you doing? And you're and she's all up in my face. And I'm like, I've been standing here the whole time. You know, like, I don't know what you want from me, but people were so freaked out and edgy. So going to this grocery store, as simple as that is it stresses me out I get, I get anxiety about it to the point that now we're just ordering all of our groceries in and I know that's not good it's complete avoidance it's complete avoidance and I hardly leave the house now because I'm I'm stressed out when I do um and I know I'm working through it I'm recognizing it but but my point is it's been really stressful it's it's really stressful and you know and also when you feel like you can't control anything that's happening that can leave you in a pretty dark place you know so I so Corey this is a, I broke a major milestone today in my feels I wasn't and maybe you had your feels locked up and weren't even feeling your feels do you know like legit just locking them all up shoving them deep down inside and not feeling them at all right and just like not care because here's the thing if you choose to not care about something it makes you not care about anything that you can't shut down your feel when you shut down your feels one way you shut you shut down your feel so when you say I'm not going to care about that what you're saying is I'm not caring about anything and that's the thing you can't pick and choose really what you care about if you shut down the caring feelings you're shutting down your caring feelings across the board across the board it's like love if you know I'm not like that person or I'm never going to love again right and that's that kind of energy and you shut yourself down well guess what happens you got to reactivate that 
shit, you know? And you're wondering, why can't I find love? Well, because at one point in your life, you declared that you were done with it and you haven't re-engaged those feelings, right? You've shut them down. So sometimes that's what we do. We shut ourselves down. Major milestone today, and I'm not saying this is you because I don't know you, but I love this share. In my feels, I wasn't sure I could do it. At the time in life, I didn't even care anymore. Now I care. Now I know I'm going back to where I want to be. I'm so grateful. I love this for you. Love, fucking love that for you. Um, I, You know, I'm big on feels and I'm big on self-discovery and being in tune and working through your shit and getting through the other side. Oh my goodness. And some of us got some big feels to work through. Some of us above and beyond weight loss have got some big, deep, serious feels that you've got to bust through and work through because if you've used food to help manage them, you got to work through them so that you're not, you know, you're not tempted to do that again, right? Such a super cool. You will never go wrong with directing your energy and keeping it at yourself. It's not easy to work through your shit. It's not easy to prioritize yourself in life. It's not easy to show up and do the things for you. That is not easy, but man, it sure as shit is worth it. Oh, so good. Uh, speaking of feels, I got to go. My kid's getting her braces off. Um, have an amazing day. I'm going to be back tonight. Uh, don't forget to put your entry into Guess the Chef. I'm so excited tomorrow for St. Patrick's Day. I'm super excited about that. Today we are revisiting stress and sleep and revisiting journaling. Very timely, very timely. Have an amazing day, everyone. I'll check in later. Bye.